you know, one of the one of the biggest things we've identified in, in with the veterans that we treated the last 18 months in particular with Icarus is that guys join the military generally quite young. There are there are many who join from a turbulent background and they join to escape to get that camaraderie and that family life and the and the support that they've lacked and have been needing. And they had issues, a lot of guys have issues before they join and they never get resolved and they never become emotionally, uh, they don't have that emotional intelligence and emotional awareness because they've had to have been a closed shop to survive. Hello, I am Joel Ingram and this is Crisis to Crushing It podcast. Let's dive into this week's talk and I'll help to increase perspective, expand perception, and allow you to change your reality. Enjoy the show. So uh, today I have Simon Mayan, a former Royal Marine and human, intel- human intelligence specialist, who founded Icarus as a result of his own personal struggles with PTSD, depression, and alcohol. He's also an author of Brain to Body, a lifestyle, nutrition, and exercise manual. Simon, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. Thanks very much. Excellent stuff. Well, I say I actually saw you first on TV and I reached out. Um, yes. I, I, I like that the, the way it came over on the TV was quite like I just wanted to help and try and get the message out there. Now, I don't know about my audience, um, whether they are in this uh, realm, but the message I'm trying to convey is that there's, you know, there's, there's always a way, there's help. And I want to expose as many different people to as many different people that can help them as possible. That's the, that's the underlying thing here. That makes a lot of sense because, you know, there's no one way, there's no one tool that fixes everyone. Unfortunately, there's no magic wand. No. So the more choice people have available to them, the more of an informed choice they can make. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's, what's going on in your world right now? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got really busy. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 good ways obviously it's 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 a double edged sword you know we're really busy we have we have lots of veterans who uh get in touch with us in all sorts of ways looking for help um and the numbers have grown we've we've treated more veterans in the first half of year this year almost than we have in the whole of the last 12 months wow yeah so <laughs> that's brilliant well done. Uh, it's fantastic and it's, you know, it's kind of, it, it just shows it's the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of people out there, you know, as, as, as guys, we're, we're very reluctant to put our hand up and ask for help in the first place. Very proud, very stupid at times. Uh, and being in the military, it makes you even, it ups the levels of pride and you become very self-sufficient and self-dependent and think that you can fix all your problems, which is unfortunately not the case. Uh, and we plow on smashing our head against a brick wall thinking we can fix ourselves and we can't. Um, the quote I always use is, is Einstein. You cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. So when the problem, yeah, it's fantastic. And it's yeah. so perfect. It's so <laughs> apt. It, you know, when the problem's in your own head, how can you fix a problem when the way you're thinking is the problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, mate. <laughs> yeah. But we're, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit and we, we just like, yeah, we can fix everything. We really can't. Um, um, and I, you know, I've been as guilty as, 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 as the, it's not guilty, but I've been as, um, stubborn as the other guys and girls, mostly guys 
that have come to us um, and, and dug myself a nice deep hole that I needed a hand out of. So, yeah. So you must have had um, some level of self-awareness though to even like being bothered to pursue this route. Because I know from my own personal experience, I was aware the problem was in my head. Yes. But I, I only knew one person that, and I, I previously heard of NLP, so I thought I can use that as a method to help my, my thinking. But I only knew one person that, that could maybe have helped me. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, okay, so now I know it's in my head and I need know what I need to change. Just then having the last bit of the puzzle to say, oh, okay, I'll try it and see what happens. And it's quite, it's quite frightening <laughs> when you make that initial move to decide it. Yes. So, so how about yourself? I mean, what was, what was the crux for you? What was the point where you thought, you know, I can't go on this way no more? Um, well, it's, I have wife and two kids. Uh, I, you know, um, well, I've had several periods in my life where I've kind of disappeared down the rabbit hole. Um, first was I was leaving the military. It, it, um, there was a lot going on. Um, I didn't realize there was underlying issues. Uh, my, my marriage was going rapidly down the U-bend. Um, I was losing my job. I was in a married quarter, so I was losing a house. I had no idea what I was going to do. I had an option, but I didn't realize what I was going to do. And I had a complete loss of identity. Um, in true fashion, I became extremely good friends with Uncle Jack. And uh, <laughs> we, we would meet for breakfast. <laughs> uh, and and there, I had, I've had three points like that in my life where I've, where I've had since, since leaving, you know, just before in the process of leaving and, and, and since. And <clears throat> the level of aware, awareness has got considerably stronger and, and, and more adept at recognizing when I'm heading that direction. The first time I didn't have a clue. I just fell off the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was head first. Uh, you know, like my hands and feet were tied behind my back. I just tipped over and that was it. I had no idea where I was going, what I was doing, who I was. And it was a complete mess to the point that I, I, I was going to kill myself. I sat on my sofa with a pistol in my eye socket. And it was, yeah, it wasn't a great place to be. But fortunately, a friend of mine, just for what, he picked on something, picked up on something in a phone call I made to him to say, kind of say goodbye without saying goodbye. Mm. And, um, he picked up and he drove two and a half hours from, from Bournemouth to, uh, to North London to, to come and see me, to check on, check on me, see what was going on. And he rang the doorbell as I was sat there with a pistol in my socket. So, you know, that's. Dude, you got angels watching over you, man. <laughs> I must be some, something like that. It's, um, yeah, it's uh, and look where you've gone I, on to create now because of that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'd always, I'd had a an interest in, well, a strong interest in 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 psychology before I, before I left the military. I did, I, I did a, a degree in sports psychology while I was in, and it just progressed from there. And I got more and more interested in, in various other therapies and and figuring out what was what were the ones that really kind of hit the mark because some are more effective than others. And some, you know, there are some people who really connect with what other people think are airy fairy stuff or outlandish, weird, random shit. 
but for them they work really well so you know there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it it's what you connect with at that point in your life as, as, as to what you feel just hits the spot and that may change you know there are some things i've tried in the past that, that i won't go near now because they're just um, it's just not my thing anymore mm. and i know other people who are the same so it's it's having that you're absolutely right it's having that awareness to 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 recognize when you're heading down the wrong path and go right what can i do to nip it in the bud because you know prevention is better than cure yeah 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 so true i um my my one was um recognizing i i'm not ex-military or anything but my crisis came about and it was in the form of uh fast food pizzas uh and like 24 cans of strongbow on a friday and saturday night you know wow. wake, wake up yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, rinse repeat and that was that was my weekends and like i had kids and I, I, I don't know what point it was but i just thought jesus what am i doing with my life you know yeah and, uh, and then i had this overwhelming sense that holy crap i'm 40 years old I, and i kept saying to my wife i'm halfway through i'm halfway through and i've, <laughs> I've achieved nothing you know, I think that I had maybe aspired to when I was younger, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously you, you've had a, some, some massive changes in your life and you, you've touched on a couple of stories there. How, 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 how would you help somebody that's maybe not aware or hasn't got the awareness that you had? Oh, crikey. It's, I think it's, it's something you develop over time, sorry, my my no worries, mate, puppy, my puppy's pissed in the hallway. do. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, my kids are being extremely slow in tidying up. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, fun and games. Um, can you stop um, Woody from eating the pissy kitchen roll as well, please? Because that would be a really good start. Oh man, I like. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it, the, first, the first time something this happens to you, it, you have no idea what's happening. Because it's new, it's, it's, you've got, you, you don't recognize the signs. Um, and um, yeah, when you, the second time, if it, happens, if it happens again, or you feel so, you know, you're, you're, you're more aware of, 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 oh, right, okay, this is familiar. <laughs> I yeah. seem to have been here before. Um, it's like going go to a bar when you're being in a bar when you're drunk and then when you go back and you go back and you're sober and you have no recollection of being there. The next time you're back there drunk, you go, this is a great place. <laughs> or, or you go, oh God, I remember this. This is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's, uh, did, did yours, um, awareness come from like those situations? Uh, was, was your immediate default like alcohol? Cause I know mine oh. was. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Military culture, you know, you you celebrate and you commiserate with alcohol. Um, okay. It's you know it's it's um it's the it's the it's like the, it's the domestos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the, yeah, so um it's the default. You know, work hard, play hard, and play hard usually means getting absolutely leathered. Uh, and and making a mess, really, just like my poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's, so yeah, it's, I think it's, it's really hard. I, I, looking back on things, I, you know, and, and knowing where I've been and how I got there, I feel for anyone who, uh, 
who gets to that point because it's completely unknown. You, you've no idea it's coming. Hmm. And obviously the, 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 the seriousness varies depending on what you've experienced before, how much you can, you, how much you can take in and, 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 and deal with. You know, we all, we all have a certain capacity to deal with a certain amount of stress and heartache and emotional turmoil. And eventually it's going to overflow. Yeah. Uh, and that's when it gets messy. We need to figure what we, I think life is about learning what your threshold is and steering away from it as much as possible. Having that little tap in the bottom of the tank to, to let some out before it starts to overflow. Yeah. And it's I, about self-maintenance. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, and I, for, I, for me, that mind shifted with, with um, wanting to lose the weight because I was like really overweight, and it, part of that was, heavily linked to my mental well-being. Yes, the the, the training aspect, you know. I mean, so from, from a soldier, I mean, obviously you were you were probably heavily involved with the training aspect. Yeah, but it's how, how do those two worlds cross over? Because obviously you you you're training to the level you are but then everyone outside of military we're all told that training is good for your mental health but obviously we're not experiencing the types of events that you you guys and ladies are experiencing you know yeah i mean exercise is it's one of the the, the greatest um i wouldn't say it's a, is it a cure depends on how you look at what a cure is i suppose um you know for depression and it's it's a fantastic tool to to keep your head on track because it helps to unclutter and de-stress. It's a way of burning off that emotional energy buildup, especially the negative side of things. And it helps to kind of flush it out. So yes, I mean, exercise is great. And there obviously it's, as you know, it's varying degrees of, isn't it? What's, what's, what's right for one isn't for another and, and, and intensity wise and duration and the rest of it. I would say to anyone, just do the thing, do some form of exercise that you enjoy. doesn't matter what it is. It could be going out for a five minute walk. doesn't matter. Get outside. No, just move. <laughs> move. That's, that's what I kept saying to myself was move, just move. Um, and, and, and moving led to walking, which led to going to the gym, which led to other things, you know, it's just all leads on from there. Yeah, absolutely. It's getting started. And the hardest part is, is always, it's always, it's the thought of doing something that's the hardest part. When you actually get moving and doing it, you think, oh, what was I worried about? Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like a, a natural default is the worst scenario. And we see all the effort and the time and the struggle. And, and then when we actually get stuck into it, it's like, oh, well, it's not as bad as I imagined it was going to be. Yes. Even when it's things that we've done before, we think, "I've done this a million times. Why, why am I so worried about it now?" Yeah, it's a it's a funny it's a funny default setting for humans. I mean, and I imagine yours is yours is slightly tweaked to like the main, uh, you know, Joe uh, public because you've you've got to see danger sometimes where we wouldn't. You've got to see things that we wouldn't normally see, and also your defaults probably changed. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, hugely. Um, I've, I, ha I, mean, I had to change it. You know, this is, this is one of the, it's kind of the, the flip side of the coin from being in the military. It makes you, I mean, your situational awareness is pretty damn high. Uh, and you are, you're right. You're looking, you're looking for threats and dangers, you know, to the point, I mean, I still, 
I still sit in a, a cafe or a restaurant with my back to the wall so I can I know I'm near an exit, far exit, and or I'm near the front door. I'm aware of who's coming and going. And it's I just in, in today's world I think it's just a great skill to have. Yeah. No matter what, because you don't yeah. The world seems to be crawling up its own ass at times. <laughs> so no, Yeah, I had a well, I've had I've touched on this with a book I read, it's called Left of Bang. Fantastic book. Yeah. So that was about situational awareness. The point where I I was I picked it up and was telling the kids some of the stories from it, not not to scare them, but to make them aware, you know, that if something was to happen, and, and then they'd be running scenarios. And well, if this happens, we could do this, and then we could do this. <laughs> you know, that's really cool though. But they're making it; they'll learn so much more because they're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it, it took on a bit of a, a weird streak. And I thought, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing with them, with them knowing this. It's just. Uh, <laughs> at the time, there'd been a lot of like you know stuff going on in London with, with the van on the bridge and and all sorts of you know other crazy yes. stuff like you know. And I just thought I'd rather them know than not know because I've also read, uh, people that can freeze in situations is because they haven't got a go to in their head. Yeah, you know, so it's like the the brain is thinking, what do I do? Whereas if they've got prior experience as a thought, it's something they can call on to then use. So that was yeah. that was my thinking behind it, rightly or wrongly. <laughs> well, no, you know, it, it is. It's, it's about conditioning. That's what that's what military training is about: is conditioning, and through repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how we learn, and we do. You know, it gets absolutely stamped and drilled and rammed into us how to do things, so that it becomes. So when the shit hits the fan, bang! It just kicks into play. Hmm. So I mean. How, how, how do you help people? I know you started this charity, you know, this, this, uh, this Icarus. Yes. Um, but I've also uh, looked at your, your, your LinkedIn, and you also, what did I read on it? Psych, psychologist? Or? I, I'm a psychological therapist. I, Psycho- I use a whole, a whole range of, I've, I've, I've studied a lot of things now. Um, and now I, and I, I tend to sort the wheat from the chaff and, and use the things that work. There, you know, there are, I like to use the things that work consistently with people mm. rather than, but with the flexibility to be able to use those bits, the things that kind of on the fringe that, that might work for that person at that point in time. So I, I, I every, the way I work is about discussion. It's not about being prescriptive. Mm. It's about educating the person about what is available and for them to make an informed choice as to what they feel might work. And then we can, we just test and adjust. Do you, when people come to you, do you do you do you find that? I'm I'm just thinking of my own myself. When I first started on this, I was coming with a very victim mindset. Everything was happening to me. Absolutely, yeah. So is that is that the case for service personnel as well? Yeah, very much so. I think it's just, it's human nature. You know, when we're when we feel we're being we're beaten down and we're at our lowest point, we feel that everything and everyone is against us and that this is why people get to the point of suicide is because they thought what, you know, they get the way I equate it is, you know, life is this long corridor with doors off each side with, you know, options and those doors keep getting slammed, whether we shut them ourselves Mm. through our own actions sometimes, or whether we just, you know, it's just not the right one. So the doors shut anyway. And you keep going down this corridor of life until you, you perceive that all the doors are shut and there's just one at the end of the corridor and that's, that's, you know, the ultimate decision to end it all. 
Yeah. You feel some people get to the point where they feel that's their only choice. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I, I've, I've never, never been to the stuff that you guys have been to, but I know I've certainly questioned what's the point. And I've sat there with some really dark thoughts on my own, thinking, yeah, yeah I could do this. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's this, gone. It's, 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 it's very subjective. There is no comparing people's, you know, pain and turmoil to, to, to another's because it is, it's very personal, it's very subjective. And it's, you know, when we've been through one thing, you know, people, people have been through multiple divorces by the time they get onto the fourth or fifth one, it's like, oh shit, really? Again? Right. <laughs> Jog on. And it doesn't really bother them, you know? The first time it rips your guts and your heart out. But <laughs> yeah. unless, you, unless you're a really odd fish, of course, but then there are some out there. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's like confidence and competence. Then it is. Um... Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's. I mean, the. You know, we we get people from all walks of life. The thing about the, the reason we started Icarus originally was because we'd re- recognised there was this huge gap in the system in terms of access to treatment at crisis point. It take it, it. It was taking too long, and too many people were taking their own lives as uh, uh, within the veteran community and the military community in general. And so I've been using Zoom for about five years before uh, before we set up Icarus uh, to, to to treat people using this because ninety percent of what we do we can do face to face via this, which yeah. means that those veterans who are um, self isolating and can't even get their head out from under the duvet most days to actually get up and go out into public space and go to somewhere completely unknown to them to meet somebody they've never met before to treat them is a very scary prospect. So we use Zoom to provide same-day access to treatment where possible. It doesn't always work. Circumstances don't always lead that to being possible. But we get, we certainly communicate with that person the same day so that they have, you know, we, we, we put the hand out to say, listen, do you want to talk? This is. Do you want to have a find out how we work so you can you can make a decision as to whether we're right for you or not? How oh, do you? So I'd imagine this. Uh, obviously, crisis point says it all. Um, yeah. And I know in when when I help people, I I, I want to help everybody, <laughs> as probably yes. you do. You know, and you you get a, you know, almost like a, a wish for the, why don't they want to help or why won't they take my help because I know I could do something for them. How would you, yeah. how would you manage that emotion? Cause I, I'm, I'm personally <laughs> struggle with that one. I, yeah, I do. It's, it's frustrating. The, the thing I have to focus on at that point is I, I have to put myself in their shoes. At what point are they at? What stage are they at? What's the headspace they're in so that I can understand and go, right. <clears throat> because it's easy to get, really frustrated and angry with them sometimes because they just really piss you off because they're like this help is here but you're not fucking taking it what is wrong with you and i know exactly what it is from my own perspective and i have to put myself in there in the place they're at at that point in time and meet them where they're at and go right okay what do you need right this moment in time what do you what do you need what can i do for you right now and i the, the way our, our immediate care process is about getting people back from the edge of the abyss so that they feel there is hope 
it's you know it's a small word but at that point in time people feel they don't have any mm. and it's 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 something to hold on to so that the way our immediate care process works is the first step is we chat just to build a little bit of rapport so that they can and having that veteran to veteran piece works much faster for us because there's that instant kind of camaraderie and, and a bit of respect for, for having you know worn a uniform yeah. and the first piece after that it, the next step is then i describe things to people right I, i'm just gonna just so i'm gonna describe something to you right now is in terms of what i think your head is doing right now is that I, I it's a bit like a, a tornado it's spinning at a million miles an hour it's really dark it's really powerful it's really fast and it, you can't make, you can't, you don't know whether your ass points up or down. You can make a decision if your life depended on it because it's going so fast and you can't make sense of anything. And 99% of the time people go, yep. <laughs> yeah. So what, and I, I said, and that, those, those negative, dark negative thoughts really, they, they make you feel shit, which is why you've called us. So I understand. How about if I can teach you in a very short space of time, a way that you can interrupt those negative thoughts, take the power away from that vortex in your head and disconnect the feelings from those thoughts. Because the bizarre thing is the thoughts are not the problem. It's the way they make you feel at the moment. So if we can disconnect, interrupt that thought pattern, disconnect the emotions and those feelings that you have currently connected to those thoughts, those thoughts can then come and go as they please and they have no impact. Yeah, that's that's well, that that translates across all of life. It's fantastic Absolutely. information, yeah. you know. I, I, and I think people would do well to invest in in understanding and learning that, because uh, that ultimately was what set me free. Yes, yeah. That's. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm I'm so delighted that it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you found you found something that that really worked for you, mm. and that's the most important piece. Yeah, and like you say, everybody's different. It might not work for some, but it's, you know that I know that aspect of taking taking the the thoughts because that's that's the destructive bit is the thought which generates the feeling. Yeah, and then the feeling generates an action. And uh, people, you know, people are not aware that they can alter their actions by changing their feelings, and that is quite easily done. So, you know, it's yes. It's, really powerful piece of information that you can provide to people. I hope, I hope people take up, you know, I hope more and more people take it up and I hope we can spread the word on this because it's, it's, it's crucial. It's crucial for people to get this information. Yeah. And it doesn't have to, it's not long winded and complicated. Our pro, our immediate care process is so bloody simple. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've whittled things down to their simplest form. Yeah. That works. Um, you know, sometimes the simplest form isn't necessarily as simple as we'd like, but generally it, we've got each process, each step of it down to its its simplest, most efficient form. Really. Um, so if, if someone was to ring, at, what would they do? They'd be ringing or texting or? Generally, uh, people, well, we, yeah, people can call us on our number. We've got the, the website, which has a contact page. There's our uh, Facebook page as well. And people get in touch on all, on all of them. Um, or some people refer me to my, give my number to other people and, and then they, they'll text me or WhatsApp or whatever, or however, it doesn't matter. Um, 
what we do ideally people go through uh, we have we have a system that, that that works really really efficiently so when people get in touch via the website or um via the phone number they if they phone if they phone us on our landline number they will get to speak to somebody right and then we have like a um no i suppose it is kind of a triage process built into we have an intake form online so that speeds things up as well yeah on our website um that gives us an you know built into that is um some quick simple um standard uh, assessments in, in as part of the, the the process the intake process which is helps us with the triage if you like see how how, how desperate people are and wh- where they're at and what's going on in the history um, and then we kind of whoever's available takes picks them up okay that's, that's pretty slick I mean it's, it's, it's not like uh, I mean sometimes picking up that phone and making a phone call like completely different scenario but like ringing a credit card company <laughs> can just like fill you with dread. But I mean, yes. it because because you don't know where you're going into. You don't know with this structure. But I mean, you've got all that pretty laid down there. And if someone was to think about that as a process, there's nothing there that would think, oh, oh do, you know, do you know what I mean? Or put you on the back foot, like you know. Yeah, phone phone up, pick up the phone, call the number, and speak to someone. Job <laughs> job done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's it. You know, they'll they'll actually get to speak to a human being, not not an automated service or, you know, choose options one to 12. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. It's because uh, that can be a real put off and uh, the fact you're making it that simple for people, I, you know, it's, it's there to be used. Like, so yeah. I, I wanted to ask you a couple of other questions. Um, Go for it. If, if this is, this is more to do with you now, as opposed to uh, your life. So if life was to be happening to you, uh, for you, and not to you, what lesson have you been gifted in life? So if life was happening for me, not to me, yeah. what would be happening? What lesson have you been gifted? What lesson have I been gifted? Oh, my word. That's quite a question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, there's quite a few. Really, I think, I think, regard. I think the biggest thing for me, biggest lesson that I've learned is to trust that the person closest to me, my wife, can help, even though I thought she couldn't. Okay. To talk to her and to trust that she can, you know, um, deal with what I tell her, so that she she can help me get help and help me help myself. That was the biggest thing I learned because that was such a massive weight on my shoulders. I was holding all this stuff in, in as as we do. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) What a muppet. Um, trying to protect her and the kids from everything. And if I'd spoken to her sooner, it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. So I think that in itself is, was, you know, my, my, my wife is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, when I was being an absolute colossal ass, she stood by me no matter what. And, you know, I can, I can never, 
don't care enough. Nice. I, I think, oh, yeah. My, my, yeah, no, it's nice, man. I, I know where. Uh, similar thing for me because uh, with with my wife she, I was keeping it all in like you say uh, <laughs> trying to protect her and the kids and then when they just spilled out and it, out the, you know every, this, it's not just the initial issue then it's everything else comes out as well all yes. the things you built up all the little niggles I've been pissing you off for the last however many years that are really nothing it's just it's just stuff that's annoying you and it's just been lumped all together um, yeah. yeah, and and they, 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 yeah, they, they they surprise you even when you think they may not. And I love yes. that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. But that's definitely. that's that's about men being vulnerable enough to accept help from what we what society perceives as the weaker species. You know. Yeah, no, no, no. But we see, this is this is where we have the, the, the a disadvantage because I I firmly believe that. I mean, it's not, it's not just my belief. There is evidence to support this, but, you know, women are emotionally astute from a very early age. Yes. We have to, we have to learn this stuff. Women have it hardwired. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm quite jealous, actually. <laughs> Imagine how easy it would be. Like, all the situations you've gone through where you've had to suck it up, be a man. Do all those things where yeah. you have to just shove it down deep inside, you know, more yeah. shit in the bag that you tied up tight, you can't let it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, can't can't undo the bloody knot you pulled it so tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, it's crazy. But we do it and we're taught it, like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It is it is crazy. And it's 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 weird. And this is you know, one of the one of the biggest things we've identified in, in with the veterans that we treated the last eighteen months in particular with Icarus. Is that guys join the military generally quite young? There are there are many who join from a turbulent background, and they join to escape to get that camaraderie and that family life and the and the support that they've lacked and have been needing. Mm. And they had issue, a lot of guys have issues before they join, and they never get resolved, and they never become emotionally uh, they don't have that emotional intelligence and emotional awareness because they've had to have be, been a closed shop to survive. Then you go and do you join the military and then you go on an operational tour, whether it's, you know, Bosnia, Northern Ireland, Afghan, Iraq, whatever. And, you know, the way easy, the way I equate it to, to military is, you know, you, ca- you can't have the soft and fluffy emotions. We don't do We don't learn to deal with. They get they really get in the way of doing the job. You can't shoot somebody in the face and have compassion. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's conflicted. So, but slightly, yeah, slight <laughs> conflict of interest there. Uh, so, have, having this this little dilemma when you you know, and then you when you leave, especially if you leave kind of relatively, you know, if you don't do a full career, you leave and you haven't you haven't never developed this emotional intelligence and dealt with soft emotions, and it's the it's the, it's that side of things that trips the guys up when they leave is because they've got a girlfriend, wife or girlfriend. You know, they've got a kid, kids, and they don't know how to re- deal with the, um, feeling stressed and under pressure on an emotional level because they're so used to dealing with stress and pressure with aggression. Yeah. So they respond with aggression. So they get verbally abusive. They, they drink more. They might get, you know, start throwing things around, punching holes in doors and walls. Um, 
and it can you know it can lead to, as we see time and time again there are there are quite a few guys who you know they've got restraining orders they're not allowed in the house they can't see their kids and the having access to the kids is one of the things that we keep on an even keel but their actions because they've been drinking and they've lost the plot uh, and and had a, gone on a rampage has has led to where they're at so they you know they're, they're they're part and parcel of their own problem and this is where not asking for help because you can think you can fix yourself is a real big problem because these guys can't like the rest of us we can't and you get to that point where you just keep it is you're smashing your head against the wall and it's getting nowhere hmm. rather than other than you know you're digging yourself in a much deeper hole and this you know biggest lesson learned yeah speak ask for help no matter how ridiculous it feels how much it dents your pride how embarrassed you feel how much of an ass you feel because you feel you're weak yeah bite the bullet put your hand up ask for help that's the biggest lesson cool okay um and how do you deal and view obstacles currently in life Obstacles, ooh. Um, I like obstacles. I'm just a little slower going over them these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as agile. <laughs> Comes to us all, mate. Comes to us all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all the girl, all the grace of a lumbering troll. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I just, I, I, obstacles are great because they, I, I like, they, you know, I like, I always seeing things as it's a challenge and it's a puzzle to figure out and i like puzzles yep. um and i know that i can't necessarily find the answers to this to each puzzle by myself so i talk to friends and family and i go on the internet and i phone you know i find people out that i think ah, oh, you've got the stuff you've got the knowledge i need and i'll email them or i'll message them or whatever and say and i'll just talk i'll, I'll ask and i'll figure it out like it, like it. That's a brilliant approach. That's 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 ballsy as well, mind. Uh, to just you know, and I love the way you've you've recognised that you're lacking something or missing something, and you're looking for that information. Whereas yes. some some people might, rather than acknowledge, because this is something else I learned, was my weaknesses were really opportunities for growth. Whereas before, they just made me less. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes you all the stronger, and you're all the wiser for for admitting and and that you, I just I have no idea what that is, but I need to know. <laughs> if I know how to do that, it means I can do that. Yeah, yeah, and I really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it, man. It's like a an inner deep inner curiosity where you just yes, need... absolutely. Yeah, it's that childish curiosity that gets battered out of us as we get older. Yeah. Yeah, where we can pursue things, our interests, whatever fills our boat at the time. Yeah, 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 definitely. Just yeah, forget endless quest for for knowledge. To you know, the more I've learned, the less I realise I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not <isn't> mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm always asking people questions about well, what, what's this, what's that, how do you do, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. Okay, uh, can you tell me a story 
about something that has amazed you? Ooh. Ooh. Um. Something that's amazed me. Uh, crikey. Uh, what, what, shall I, what shall I pick? There's a few things that spring to mind. Um, a few things. Uh, one, and they're both around, around human resilience, okay. ironically. Uh, one thing that never ceases to amaze me, and and I I love this about about human beings is uh, you know I've had and I do see it as as the privilege to work in some of the kind of t- rough roughest toughest poorest countries, and I've met some of the most amazing people who bent over backwards to help me achieve my my aim when I was there, and they had they had nothing, and they gave me everything. You know, I didn't know them, they didn't know me, but we, because we had, obviously we had a similar, we were on the same wavelength in terms of agenda, but, you know, we got on like a house on fire, we had great fun, Mm. and we trusted each other to look out for each other, even having just met five minutes ago. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's, that never ceases to amaze me, and I love that. That does that when you think about that, does that make the world a, a lot less of a scary place? Yeah, yeah, I think you know, it, there's it's a weird thing. I honestly think that if I was, you know, if I was to sit down in a room with, for example, somebody who was in the Taliban, I didn't know them they didn't know I was and we were just chatting over a cup of tea I think we could probably have a pretty nice conversation yeah you know we like we like we like we are social animals take away any preconceived ideas and just put two people in a room who need to find out about each other then there's the potential for it to to go really well yeah yeah i like it i like it yeah okay and the the final one is looking into the future what would be the craziest and most exciting thing for you to be experiencing craziest and most exciting thing dear dear um crazy crikey. I love your questions by the way <laughs> I think that one of the it's definitely exciting i i I'd love you know i'm 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 kind of getting around the country. To, for for a lot with a lot of speaking opportunities and that that's that's going to grow this year even more. Um, I've had some fantastic opportunities, and the most exciting thing I th- I could think would be to be able 
to share what we're doing with Icarus and for it, the, the, the model that we've put together that we know works because we've, I've, I've used, basically, I've basically been using it for the last 10 years and we've seen it work with people at the, at the most extreme end of, 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 of life is to be able to share that on a massive stage and just get it out there and have this, have this the most, that would be the most ex- amazing and uh, craziest and exciting thing was be able, is to be able to get this out and have it to be, have it out there for everyone to access. That's, that's the most exciting thing for me. I can feel that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I can feel your excitement as you're talking. About. <laughs> yeah, because I, I know, I know it works and, you know, for example, talk about crazy, have it, the NHS across the UK adopt this, 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 this model, this process. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you put and, it out there. And then, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it's about now. I mean, coming on and doing these talks and spreading the word and you putting yourself in these situations and circumstances, sooner or later something's going to come together and, and then, and then it'll, and it's already picking up as you've seen. So it's just scaling it from you now. Yeah, I mean, this year we 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 got nominated for a Heropreneurs Award this year. Awesome. Which is yeah, it was just incredible. So that we'll find out about that in November. So I don't know what that's going to happen between now and then, or if we have to do anything or whatever. But we'll we'll just kind of fudge it as we go, I guess. Same as always. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's you know we've officially became a charity at the end of April. Um, I've had a lot, you know, I was down speaking to NHS Surrey a couple of weeks ago. I'm down in Tewkesbury on Sunday speaking at a fantastic event called The Divided Brain. There's, um, uh, you should look for the, it's on, it's on Vimeo. You can rent, rent it. It's a fantastic, um, documentary with, um, uh, Ian McGilchrist, psychiatrist. Okay. Um, I, I would, th- th- this will, this will, um, open your eyes and your mind to how the brain works. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I watched it just recently actually. Um, cause obviously I'm going down to, to speak at the, on it's a four day event, but I'm speaking on a Sunday running a one and a half hour workshop. Oh, cool. So I'll get, which I'll get, I'll, I'll get to meet him and John Cleese is interviewing him on Sunday. So I'm going to, I can't miss that. Oh, wow. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. So I'm, I'm, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm heading out to Bridge End on Saturday to stay at a mate's house. How are you? <laughs> yeah, ah, cool. <laughs> that's my that's literally just on the road. You well, got to pa- you got to go past me to get there. <laughs> 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 oh wow, okay. Well, I, I'm definitely going to be staying in touch because uh, I'm going to have to come and see you speak in, uh, at, at one of these events. I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, love love to. Just I'll keep I'll keep you posted. Yeah, brilliant. I'll uh, I'm gonna yeah make sure I'm following. So if I wanted to follow you, how would I do that? Um, you can on. There's two things. There's obviously there's Icarus and there's my own. So um, on on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we're Icarus Online UK. Yep. Um, you can find us on our website, which is IcarusOnline.net. Okay. If you need to call us, the number is zero triple three nine eight seven fifty fifty five. 
Um, and for me, you find me on Twitter. It's just me, Simon Marion. Lovely job. Simon, I want to, I want to firstly say thank you for taking the time to come on this afternoon. Uh, and second of all, I think the work you're doing is fantastic. And, uh, I just want to wish you amazing, uh, success with it all. Cause, uh, it's, it's so needed and, and I've had friends in the services that when they've come back and they've been my age is a change, you know, yeah. and I can see that people are struggling, but they're obviously not of a nature to reach out maybe. Unfortunately, yes. There's some people are just, yeah, it just is, or well, maybe it's just gone too far. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, now they've got a resource now, look, they can uh, reach out. Absolutely. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Joel Ingram, and I am a certified NLP coach. I help passionate, resourceful, and professional people who feel stuck and unfulfilled with aspects of life to rewrite their narrative and chronicle a new, engaging, and captivating future. Please subscribe if you found benefit. And yep. you're okay with me passing that number around? Yes, please do. Share to your heart's content. Happy days. I will do indeed. I will do indeed. So again, just thank you very much. Appreciate the, appreciate your message, and uh, it's been great to have you on. And uh, to, I mean, talk to somebody that understands what's going on in the background, because I always have people that come on and tell their stories. But obviously, you, you, you've taken yours a different way to the way I've gone slightly. Yeah, but your journey has been born from what you've experienced. You know, so you're looking to help backwards, which is exactly what I'm trying to do as well. So, yeah, and, and you know, and it's it's all good. Anything that gets people to to listen, and they can connect with someone who who is who has been something through been through something that they're going through right now, hmm. and gets just gets that slight shift in perception, and yeah. perspective, and go right. Yeah, actually, okay, I will. I'll go and ask for help. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's man. not a scare. It's not as scary as you think, is it, really? No, no, it's not. It's so freaking easy, but we just don't do it. Yes. <laughs> so easy. Oh, yes. Brilliant stuff. Listen, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. It's been, uh, it's been great fun and, and learning your stories. It gives me new perspectives and new perspectives on, uh, on my own struggles and what I thought I've dealt with in life. So and that's always good. I'm always looking to grow my map and you know, expand myself. So thank you for that. Yeah. No oh, pleasure. Likewise, <laughs> um, I'd love to stay in touch, like I said, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's okay, I mean, I'd like, I'd yeah, like to. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if, if it's an option, but I'd certainly like to be able to help in any way I can. Like, if you're, so my background's NLP. If you need someone to help, or you're looking for people, give me a shout. Yeah, I definitely will do. I definitely yeah. will do because we're we're actually we're looking at coming down to potentially coming down to run a course for. A kind of an adapted course for a firm of solicitors in Cardiff. Okay. Um, so, yeah, well, we can have a chat about that. I think that, that there's some scope for some stuff there. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely interested. And a very worthwhile course too. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the plan now, Simon? Uh, not, not a lot, really. Uh, <laughs> I'll go and watch Walking Dead. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. All right. Mate.
<laughs> well, thank you again for your time. Appreciate that. And uh, Pleasure. We'll speak soon, yeah? Yeah, definitely will do. Cheers, right. Joe. Take thank care, Thank you very much, Simon. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.